0: Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio.
1: Preaching the Gospel was Paul's gift and was Paul's calling. And he said he couldn't stop preaching if he wanted to. He was driven by the desire to do what God wanted using his gifts for God's glory. This morning I'd ask you what special gifts has God given you. Are you motivated like Paul to glorify God with your gifts? We begin this morning in chapter 9 of 1 Corinthians, beginning in verse 15, where we read, But I have used none of these things... And I don't write these things that I might be done so in my case, for I'd rather die than that anyone should make my boasting void. For if I preach the good news, I have nothing to boast about, for necessity is laid on me. But woe is to me if I don't preach the good news. For if I do this of my own will, I have a reward, but if not of my own will, I have stewardship entrusted to me. What then is my reward? Verse eighteen that when I preach the good news, I may present the good news of Christ without charge, so as not to abuse my authority in the good news. As we spoke of, and as we began today, having defended his right to be supported by the church, Paul now makes it clear that he does not take this position for his own benefit. His point was that even though he had the right to be paid and cared for, he didn't demand it, Why? Well, because of the higher issue, because of the greater power in play. Paul's motive was certainly not to get respect, but to simply obey God and glorify Him. And in this simple illustration, Paul was trying to draw a clear picture that just because something is right, doesn't mean it is the best interest of the kingdom of God, nor is there any guarantee it will bring glory to God. There is a time and a place for the exercise of our freedoms, and care must be given as a believer not to shove our freedom down the throats of all the bystanders. You see, if we have a higher motivation, a greater love than for ourselves, we will act contrary to our oft-raging self-interest. Instead, we act in the love of God and are driven to exercise that same love toward His children. Paul here says that if all of this was just his idea, well, perhaps he'd be owed something for this great sacrifice he has made. However, to act in such a way was against his natural nature just like it is against all of our natural nature. This God-first attitude was actually an assignment from God and Paul, driven by his love for Christ, was well compelled to obey. His reward was the chance to share God's love with another. How can he claim credit or receive praise for doing his duty, for just loving his Lord? Verse 19 of our chapter 9 says, For though I was free from all, I brought myself under the bondage to all that I might gain the more. To the Jews I became as a Jew, that I might gain Jews. To those who were under the law, as under the law, that I might gain those who are under the law. To those who are without law, I became as without law, not being without law towards God, but under law towards Christ, that I might win those who are without law. To the weak, I became weak, that I might gain the weak. I have become all things to all men, that I may by all means save some. Verse 23, Now I do this for the sake of the good news, that I may be a joint partaker of it. Paul clearly loved his fellow man. But his motivation was obedience to God, the God he loved, even more than it ever was to men. He had made himself a servant to all so that he might win more people to God. It was not his freedoms or his rights that were tantamount now. The primary issue was the eternal state or the eternal destiny of those around him. Paul, out of love, set himself aside and did whatever was necessary to win others to Christ. Paul is not inferring here that we pretend to become uh, something or pretend uh, and fake our status and our state so we could lull people to Christ under false pretenses. It means rather that he made every effort to communicate with those he met in whatever terms they could understand and whatever method they could relate to. He met people where they were. He didn't try to force them to think the way he did. And let's face it, that's an oft issue with Americans in the mission field overseas. Paul was saying he was willing to go with whatever the situation dealt him. Even though he saw his way as the right way to think and act, he was certainly unwilling to force that stance on another. And certainly, if it meant he ran the risk of alienating that person from him and ultimately from God, he would stand down. His bottom line was to open an earthly door to a heavenly spirit and to not get in the way of that spirit by demanding his rights or his way. You see, it doesn't really matter if we're right if we ultimately work against God by exercising those rights. So many individuals. And their subsequent ministries will fail and in fact go on to offend those to whom they attempt to minister. They will also offend the unbelieving world and all of this by insisting on their way in religiosity and extra-biblical ideas.
0: That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit Believers